Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Next Team Podcast. And today, of course, we're doing football, and I have with me Arjun, uh, Tarun, and uh, our newest sort of addition to our football series, uh, Yash. And uh, of course, with two Arsenal fans, you already know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> um, yeah, and also just uh, a side note for you guys, we will be shifting away from our conventional hour-long episodes. Uh, we clearly saw how you guys enjoyed our big debate series. So we're, now on, we're going to be focusing more on uh, recent results and uh, we'll be cherry-picking the, the better results uh, from each game week. So uh, this game week, we'll be talking about the of course, the Arsenal game, as well as the other North London game, which is the Spurs game, uh, which will come to that later. And uh, yeah, before that, I think Tarun has some messages, right? As usual. <laughs> I do. Come on, la. Sorry, yeah, I put you on the uh, spot. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's yeah. fine. Um, as always, do check us out on Instagram. We're there at the next team SG. Also, do check us out on TikTok. We are there at the next team SG as well. Uh, especially on TikTok, our meme generator mr bk will be putting out some uh, solid content for you all so do check us out there we are also on spotify and youtube as the next team podcast and also do join our premier league fantasy premier league to stand a chance to win an amazing mystery prize yes so, mystery you know, prize. it could be you we are one week in but there's always uh football anything can happen so yeah absolutely uh, all the links will be in the descriptions as well yeah yep yeah listen to Tarun guys so yeah, uh, can we start the episode proper? Yeah, let's go. Okay, yeah, let's hear from our Arsenal fans. Anyone can get the ball rolling. Arjun or Yash. Let, let, let Yash go first. Since he's All right. Okay. Well, where do I begin? I can probably begin before the Wenger era. Well, not before the Wenger, like during the Wenger era itself. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, but, but I mean, to me, to me I feel right. Uh, Arjun, uh, you tell me what's your opinion as well. Uh, but like I felt probably it's a accumulation of well it's the same old isn't it pretty much um, because um, we haven't just gotten like it's not really about the start per se like you know we lose the first game is actually completely fine like in my opinion but the fact is the way we lost it and that's the more concerning thing for me at least what do you think yeah I mean the the fact that we got outmuscled by a championship team yeah, yeah, it's it's a bit it's a bit like it's a bit disappointing. I can't lie, <laughs> but yeah, again, like what you say, it's the first match of the season. I don't want to be too reactive, but then again, like honestly, we just make we keep making the same mistakes. Absolutely, yeah. We insist on playing out the back, even though we don't have the players it's to do that. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like there was yeah, you know, you go go ahead, yeah. I mean, that's my only criticism of Arteta is that um, see, I know that. He, we don't have the players he won necessarily and that's kind of down to the board as well but you know you can't keep on giving the excuse of the board you know the board's not giving Arteta the players I mean fine if the board's not giving Arteta the players he needs to change his style of play then you know like City was lucky that Pep got all the players he wanted which is why they play such great football now but if Arteta you know like if you think about it Arteta's trying to get that same style of play in as, he, as City have but then if you don't have the players, then you got to change your tactics, you know. Like, that's a reason why three at the back worked really well for us when Ateta came in. And we won the FA Cup with it. Uh, and we were playing counter-attacking football then. We weren't really dominating stuff. We were just looking to break. And our players kind of suit that also. Like, we have Pepe, Saka, yeah. who are really good yeah. in counter-attacking. 
Pepe so, with, with space to run into is very is a very dangerous player and he showed that exactly. in in spurts I guess even last season when we maybe were playing a bit more direct and then now and then again to see them revert back to this sideways yeah. backwards kind of pattern is quite disappointing I mean it is, it's honestly it's, our, if you look at, at our patterns of play it's literally just a U shape around in the in the third and yeah. and we seem to our only way of creating chances seems to be passing it to Tierney, uh, and then hoping, <laughs> and then hoping that he can he can nail a cross. And he's a very good crosser the ball. I mean, he created six chances I think in the Brentford. And you see the other other problem is that we cross the ball a lot, but we don't even have a target man in our team. Yeah. So I it's don't. It's funny get because all the years we had Giroud, we didn't do this. Exactly. The moment we don't have a target man, we we start <laughs> doing this kind of crossing. Yeah. And yeah, is I mean, even if he does get the ball into like a player like Lacazette or Bamang, these guys are not players that can routinely routinely the put away. The, yeah, exactly. exactly. So I I'm not really sure. I mean, the the trying to persist with Oba at left wing that's another problem. You know, yeah. go can't continuing on from last season, and even Absolutely. we saw in preseason. I mean, Aubameyang was struggling, and. He was failing to put any of his chances away, so that's also a very huge concern for me. Because yeah. right now, uh, with Lagasse and Obameyang out, we have what Balogun starting, and I mean he's a kid. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, how are we expecting him to do well against Chelsea and City, and like he shouldn't have yeah. the burden uh, of 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 uh, being the the star player or the star striker. Yeah. So just a lot of holes to address. But you compare our squad this year to last year, what what is actually the difference? With Only Ben White. White. Yeah, and and, my side, and Lokongo, uh, yeah, Lokonga, Lokonga, is, Lokonga, right? Yeah, yeah, Lokonga. I mean, he, he to be honest, he is a, he looks like a decent player. Like, like he in the prison, he, he did impress me. But again, Absolutely. like too much responsibility, too too early for this kind of players. Uh. Yeah, uh, there needs to be a balance. And clearly, when we when you see the lineup that we put out, yeah, it's it's exciting as a fan to see your youth players getting minutes, but. I it's very hard for me to get excited when I see like our front three and it's what <laughs> Balogun, Martinelli, and and Pepe. I mean, yeah. Honestly, actually, that's just too much. Why didn't Saka play? Actually, I I, I realized that I, he was. I think maybe it's not match, match fit. fit. Yeah, probably not match fit. But even he then, come he's, back. He's one of the star players for the Euros. Like I don't know why you wouldn't start. Yeah, him, you know, yeah, but like, I, I think he's a young player. Fact. You don't want to burn burn him out, uh. Yeah, yeah. I I think he yeah. just wants to. Get him in gradually for the team because we have big games Chelsea and City coming up next back to back. So I think he just wants to gradually get him back because he just had like one week of training, I think, or maybe even less than a week. Correct me. One week, wrong. yeah, about one. Yeah, about about a week or so of training. because uh, he featured against uh, Tottenham the uh, week before, yeah, and he played like what 20, 30 minutes that game, I think. Mm. So yeah, but for me, right, still my problem is the recruitment has been very poor for Arsenal. And it's just not this season. It's throughout every time we have issues, right? Our recruitment has just not been good enough. Maybe, yeah, we signed one, two really great promising players. But then, I don't know, man. Like, okay, I'll just give you Leicester's example. Uh, we all know Fofna got injured uh, in the friendly, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And within a week, Leicester signed a centre-back. Uh, I think Westergaard. Westergaard. Yeah, Westergaard, I think. Wait, well, has he already he been asked- signed? Yeah. Oh, he's already been signed, isn't it? Oh, what a signing. Yeah. Okay. Where else for us, right? Arsenal. We need a we need a goalkeeper. We need a right back. We need a can. We need a striker. And we have signed none of them. Four signings. Sort of, we know that... a lot of quite a lot of positions there, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, pretty, it's pretty much the it's pretty much half the, the team. team. 
half the team basically. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is honestly. I mean, but yeah, I mean that's the situation we find ourselves in. Uh. So mm. okay, would the you fact s- that I mean, we have. You do you think but you saw glimpses of Smithro last season? He's do you think he's not ready to like fill in the boots or maybe I mean last season was Odegaard lah. So no, is I he mean, good enough? Too much responsibility. So he's not ready yet, is it? For at that level, I would say okay. The problem is I wouldn't say it's a problem. I think Smithro is more of a very link up player. Like he won't get you a lot of goals. He might get you a few assists here and there, and he might contribute in a sense of the entire team's play in terms of fluidity. But I don't see him as a player who's going to guarantee you goals and assists every season a lot, unless he changes mm-hmm. my mind, lah. And right now, the rumors I'm hearing is that we're going for Odegaard, and Odegaard's pretty much the same player in my opinion. Okay. He's not going to get you a lot of goals. He'll get you a few assists here and there, but we need someone who's going to score goals from the midfield. You know, we had Ramsey in a previously mm. Ramsey and Casola who always scored pretty consistently for us. And since then, we've not had anyone from the midfield really scoring per se. I would say. Yeah, it just goals from the midfield have dried up quite a lot for us. Yeah, um, I mean the fact that we let outscore our entire midfield from last season, <laughs> all being on loan on Newcastle, just shows how. And now, how, and now we sold him. Yeah, you guys sold him. I I I don't understand that yeah. piece of business at all. Why would you sell a goal scoring midfielder and you guys are desperately in need of what, uh, such a midfielder? Like? Yeah, I um for me right. He, okay. I mean, he did get chances at Arsenal, just never really worked yeah. out for him. Uh, Newcastle yeah. play a lot more counter attacking, and that suits him because he's a very direct player, and he likes yeah. to he likes to make those late runs into the box mm. when there are rows of four or five players attacking at once. Uh, with Arsenal, it's very clear that Arteta likes to have the lion's share of possession. I mean, against Brentford, they had sixty five percent possession. Yeah. So like, it's mm. a lot of like trying to accumulate passes and then trying to find that opening to. To kill them, kill the chance of with Arsenal, yeah, yeah. which Willock just didn't really, uh, just didn't really suit that. I feel like this is a good deal for everyone considered. I mean, it's an unpopular. Opinion, oh really? I yeah. Okay. That. I I honestly I think for, I honestly think Joe Willock needed this move because I think he will he will do really really well at Newcastle. Yeah. I don't think he would have replicated what he did at Newcastle and Arsenal personally. Mm. Yeah, um, same same. Uh, it's I mean it's tough to see. Uh, academy player leaving up, but at the same time, we needed to move on somebody to get some cash in uh, as well. Yeah, you think about that, mm. like, We have so much debt, we want to move on, but none, none of those players really have. We can't even sell them. Players. Yeah, we can't even sell them. So we need to, we need to, we need to trim the fat on our squad somewhere, and yeah. especially because we have no Europe. So I, I'm not too dissatisfied with that deal, uh, to be honest. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I feel that the other problem is that uh, because. We have so much of dead wood, right? We are finding it hard to get players in as well at the same time because we just can't oh, yeah. get the cash inflow. But then I don't know, man. I feel uh, the club needs to do a lot better. Like we still have Kolasinac in the team. We still have Bellerin, and Bellerin, I think he really wants to leave. Yeah. But he's still at the club, and he said that he wants to leave for the entire summer. So I really don't know what Edu is doing. I mean, I'm only seeing him sipping pina coladas on some beach in Spain. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, man. At Arsenal, honestly, yeah, we need we need someone. Yeah, like the only two players which I feel might improve Arsenal at the moment is either if you get Madison or Owa. And personally, I'll go for Owa because Owa is a lot cheaper, first of all, and I find him a lot versatile. But I think, of course, Madison is that player who bring the X factor into the team. I feel. Um. But I don't see Madison coming because he still has an opportunity to play in Europe. So yeah, I mean that's yeah, one yeah. big thing for you guys. I mean yeah, I mean you guys still have your stature and as such. But um, to be honest, 
I would say right now Leicester are in a much better place than you all. Definitely. Like, they I don't are, think anybody's are... disagreeing with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I exactly. disagree. Yeah, like you, you know, guys... I've accepted the fact that now Arsenal are more of a top half team than a top four team. Uh, how pain, <laughs> how painful I, must I, it be for you to admit that? That is a that, sad yeah. decline. <laughs> it's, it's true, man. Arjun, you've got to agree with me. We are not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> Trust yeah. me. Yeah, I, I, I don't delude myself. Are you all bigger than Spurs, though? Of course. I mean, forever. Uh, still. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, is that even a question? Yeah. I mean, we, we, we are in the shit, but somehow we still win trophies, uh, and they can't. Uh. So yeah. tell me, tell me how how are they in any universe bigger than us? But uh, but I, I would still say Spurs across a few years have been a little bit more successful in the sense that not trophies wise, but in terms of just their entire. Like the Champions League final. Progress as a club, right? Yeah. Yeah. Progress as a yeah. club. Yeah. They definitely solidified themselves in Europe. Yeah. Where else so we are moving backwards? Mm. So, but that I makes a question. I want to say, uh, I want to say, Spurs were on a good trajectory until they fired Mourinho. Pochettino. Ooh. Poch. Actually, yeah, Poch more so. I would say, like, I mean, okay, yeah, yeah, they were declining that season. More so for Poch. Yeah. But, but I mean, they, they haven't really achieved anything. They're going to lose Kane eventually. Yeah. And then it's just going to be another rebuild, and they're going to get, they're going to, they are eventually going to. I think they'll go through a similar situation that we are going through right now, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Because the the last time they sold a player for big money, Gareth Bale, they didn't really invest it pretty well, did they? And it took them quite some time. Yeah. Actually, I would okay, I would argue against that. Actually, not the Gareth Bale. Yeah, I mean, obviously they signed what seven, eight players, I think. Some of the players did turn out to be successes, like Ericsson. Yeah, Ericsson was good, yeah. Ericsson, yeah, yeah. Uh, who else was there? There's a, there's a couple of other people. Okay, <coughs> Soldado was a failure. Okay, forget him. Well, who else did they sign? Lamela was, was a failure. Lamela La was definitely a failure. Yeah. Yeah. He's been around for a long time. He hasn't done much. Uh. Ericsson, who, okay, who? I keep thinking there's, one, there's some, uh, some other guy. Lucas Moura, is it? Maybe, La, Lucas. Oh, okay, but that, that wasn't that. That was, in, that, yeah, that was, that was much yeah, later. Yeah. That was much later. But okay, yeah, I, I mean, I right know. now, yeah, I, I think, I, okay, to be but very honest, to be very honest, I think in terms of who's going to finish higher, I know it's early days. I would still Spurs say Spurs are. Spurs are more likely, in terms of the player on paper, at least, they are, I think they are stronger than Arsenal. But I uh, think Son yeah, is going yeah. to explode. Uh, I would like to argue otherwise. So I think in terms of paper, Arsenal have a better squad. Oh, that's... Uh... But Arsenal are not performing. <laughs> that's my opinion. I, don't I mean, I, do, I, agree, I agree with the underperforming squad. Like, our squad isn't yeah. as bad as it, it seems right now. It's good on I paper, think, honestly. But it's just Arteta, not... Arteta has just really... I think they've, he's yeah. overcoached to the point where our players don't take any risks in the attacking third. So, it's just a very predictable style of play. And See, teams can set a, up very well against us. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you a very easy perspective. If you look at Granit Xhaka when he plays for Switzerland. He's literally bossing the midfield. Okay. Most <laughs> of the times for Switzerland. And we all saw that in the France game as well in the Euros. But when mm-hmm. it comes to Arsenal, the way Arsenal are set up, it just kind of makes, makes him a liability, I feel. And mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just something about the style of play which, like, it doesn't suit. Like, my point of saying is that the style of play which we play does not suit a lot of our players. And yeah. that it doesn't comes help. To, yeah, it doesn't help. Exactly. So, what's the solution? Comes, just sack us uh, sack I mean, at this point, is it? Or what? No, I'm not in uh, even if we do sack him, right? I still, I mean, like I've said this quite a lot of times. But like there are there are bigger problems at the club above yeah. him. It's it's and, not Arteta. Arteta's not the main problem right now. The main problem and, is firstly the board, I would say. And we, he hasn't been need... back properly. Uh. Like it's always like this yeah. half-ass kind of transfer window, where we get mm. in a few good players, but it's never enough. I mean, our net spend, right? Is what we spend fifty million on Ben White. Another like 20 million on Lokonga and another 5 million on uh, Tavares. That's what, 75 million. 
we sold Willock for another 25. We sold Gwendozi for another 10. So that's a mm. that's like a net spend of like what 40 million. 40 yeah. 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 So a team that's finished it has only spent 40 million to try and correct things. And our starting lineup is pretty much the exact same from last season. I mean yeah. I mean I I am not I'm not trying to defend Ateta like I'm not like super Ateta you know but like it's it's no it's no um there's no there's no doubt that he hasn't been dealt the best cards uh. like he's <laughs> the odds are stacked against him in the sense that he's never going to be back yeah, yeah. properly hmm. no when Chelsea that... finished 10th right look at how they responded with mm. the the number of signings they made yeah, yeah yes they had a very good squad as well Yeah. And yeah, I mean they've just won the Champions League and they saw they have they, and they bought Lukaku for 150 million. 150 million, yeah, that's pretty insane, lah. Yeah. I mean, there is there's there's this financial gap, uh, quite clearly, with Chelsea, yeah, but, City, and United and Arsenal are quite far behind that. Uh. Yeah, but that's my counter argument also. It's the fact that um, yes, it's true that you know the board is not backing him, but then I feel it's always the manager's responsibility. I mean, that's why he's appointed to get the best out of whatever he has. And his yeah. disposal, and that this is where Arteta's criticism comes in because he's just too stubborn in getting a philosophy across which he wants, which I, I know agree. that on paper is a very good philosophy. But if you just don't have the players, don't play that philosophy. You know, it's like you're so trying. That's business, uh, Exactly, yeah. it's a results business. Like I don't care how we play. Honestly, we park the bus and win one nil. I'll be happy with it. Okay, honestly, and there's a mean, reason why. That's, yeah. that's why Mourinho was so successful. His football wasn't attractive, but he always got results and trophies. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. So yeah, but I mean, I would argue now. I think Mourinho's system hasn't worked in recent years, so I'm not sure if yeah. someone like him might be the answer. Though that's that's one thing. I feel football has evolved to a point where you can't win by parking the bus. At least that's what I feel. Maybe okay, the closest example. I mean, I mean, he won the Europa League though. Yeah, but okay, I, I mean, okay, for me personally, I. I don't value cup wins as much as I do like league league titles. That's my okay. that's my perspective at least. So I, as a club, I mean, to be very honest, like the coming I mean, if you if I relate it to the Arsenal Spurs argument, right? Even though Spurs didn't win a major trophy, I still feel as a club they are still slightly in a better position than y'all in terms of how slightly, yeah, but yeah, doesn't really. It's that no, I'm not saying that they're bigger club or anything. It's like a, it's I, like I, a rice grain being that. added yeah. on the scales, uh, like. <laughs> we we are so much. It's like it's a joke how much bigger of a club we are. We won the title at their place more than they have won it. Won it. Won the won the title. <laughs> That's all I can say. Ah, okay. Any Spurs fan? The last time they won. The last time they won the league title was in sixty one. Wait, it's 61. been only four seasons, right? Since Spurs have finished above us, is it four, four? or five? Four or five. But it's no, I'm pretty, sure la- I'm pretty sure Wenger's last season we finished ahead of them. Did, Did we? we? I'm not too sure about that. I'm not too sure, but it's yeah, been yeah. it's been it's been yeah. a it's been a sustained period of them finishing above us. Uh. That's all. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I mean, okay. Come. Let's come back to the match, lah. Uh. How do you, how do you guys feel? Brentford played. Well, I thought there was. I mean, I didn't yeah. know the guy's name. I had to Google his name. Thomas the, Frank. Uh. The who is the the striker? I thought had a very good game. Uh. Yeah. Ivan Tony. I mean, he basically the other guy, the Ben White, Umbueno. I think um, I think his name is Umbueno. I think yeah, that's his name. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he had a very good game. That's the TikTok which I sent you guys. I, I think I sent Tarun and Arjun the one that is skin Ben White. That's one. <laughs> I I've not I, received that. I, I didn't. I think I only sent it to Tarun. Tarun knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, but uh, the <laughs> it's a pretty. I mean, yeah, they just summed up Ben White in a in a video. Basically, he got like. He basically got shifted to one side, and then he lost his balance, and then almost conceded, yeah, yeah. which was quite embarrassing for a debut. But uh, I mean, yeah, had more... a very tough debut. Uh. 
Yeah, yeah, rough it, debut. It, yeah, Quite yeah. harsh. And then I'm scared, bro. We are facing Lukaku next. I don't know what to yeah. do about it. And Lukaku is going to be even more physical. So... Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I don't know. I don't, I really don't know how to predict when it comes to Arsenal. Like last yeah. season, it was. I feel like it's going to be a very similar season to last season, where like we would ha- like we had good results here and there. Like like unexpectedly, we beat United at Old Trafford, or we did the like we did the double over Chelsea, things like that. Like there will be a surprise wins here and there, but that's about it, uh, In terms we of won't like, be consistent, lah. Yeah, won't be consistent. the consistency won't be there if unless something yeah. drastically changes in the transfer window. And our midfield gets sorted. Uh. Our midfield is just oh, it's diabolical, uh, honestly. I mean, I feel <laughs> we've been a bit, it's, yeah, it's so a bit bad. unlucky. Also. We've been a bit unlucky with injury that Thomas Partey got injured. Uh, I, I felt he had a yeah, fantastic true. preseason. But obviously, yeah, he it's, did, not, it's no excuse. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean we no still excuse, had a team to beat them uh, at the end of the day. Absolutely. I think yeah. so. We should be beating I mean, them. Uh. I, I think what they did well was uh, Bradford, they noticed a weakness, which is that our both centre-backs are not the most physical centre-backs. And they exploited Pablo Mari for pace as well on the right-hand side uh, because Mari is not a faster. So all they did was just get pump long, long balls in. And I noticed this also, also okay, during the preseason games we played against Spurs and Chelsea, one or two long balls got us, broke our defence easily. And that's a concern for me. And I wouldn't say that's down to the players necessarily. It's more down to the high-pressing system which Arteta is trying to employ. He's trying to push the backline everyone ahead and then when the defenders go and press, it's leaving that gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure, Arjun, you know what I'm talking about. Because we, have, yeah. I'm sure you've watched the preseason games. A lot of balls. Yeah. literally I think, us I think the high line works if we have Gabriel back. Because he does have the pace and recovery that Mari doesn't have. And mm. in a way, he complements uh, Ben White's weaknesses. Because Ben White, as we know, is not very good in the air. In, yeah. Despite being 1.8 meters, I don't get up. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, and Gabriel is sometimes he sometimes he gets flat-footed against uh, players who come at him one and one one on one. And Benoit is better at that. So I will. Oh, the hope is that that when they come together as a partnership, that we can see some improvement. I yeah, I true. don't I I don't necessarily disagree with the pressing system itself, but mm. this is not the time to use it. Wait yeah, for the course, right person to come in, which is pretty much the same. Like it's it's uh, it lines up with what you what you've been saying. Uh, he the system in theory. Is, is something that we want to see at Arsenal. But if you don't have the individuals for it, why do it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but honestly, I think that game just Ben White was just really poor because I noticed a few times when he went to press and tackle, he just missed, he missed the tackle or allowed the break to happen. I think he got turned really easily as well on the break and stuff. Yeah. Hmm. I think it was just a very tough debut you know, overall. Yeah. But I, I don't yeah. doubt his qualities. I, I, same, I, I, I still don't... think that he's capable of more. I think. Definitely, yeah. Definitely. yeah. He's, he's young, that's the thing. He's only, he's what, 22, right? He's 23? Still has, uh, 23, yeah, okay. Yeah, he still has a lot yeah. to offer, I feel, for the club. La. I think 50 million Absolutely. is just because of the English premium, but apart from that, yeah. I think it's right. Yeah. It's basically what you guys need right now, I think. good A good four, five to ten years left in him yeah. at the top level. So, Absolutely. yeah. So I think this is a good way to move on to the next result, the other half of North London, uh, which was Actually, a positive. Just one, one ah, okay. uh, final closing remark. Sure. Sergi Canos is a Liverpool product. One senior <laughs> appearance. Come on. Of course. Come on, Come on the Liverpools. <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, there you heard it. Up. Apparently Liverpool has some influence in this. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, moving on. Yeah, uh, a shock, another shock result, I guess. And uh, conveniently, our city fan isn't here. Uh, <laughs> wonder where he is. 
yeah. yeah but uh yeah what do you, do you guys watch the match what do you guys feel one nil spurs yeah. surprise surprised expected what our uh, thoughts not really uh, surprised over this they've had really good, not really surprised they've okay. had a very good record against city when guardiola mm. has managed them so i thought i thought it was either going to go one or one or one way or another one way was you know, they were going to get absolutely smashed 3 or 4 mm. nil another way is is that they soak up pressure it's their day and they happen to have a world class mm-hmm. player in sun who puts away the chance yeah. and sun scores against city quite a lot <laughs> like i mean it was a class goal though it's a very class yeah. to, to a mind boggling degree he does score yeah. a lot against city yeah i watched that game actually and i thought son's decision making up until that goal was pretty uh, a bit it was, it was yeah like a he lot of one time, or two break chances yeah. but he just didn't pass the ball or something like that. Correct. Yeah, yeah but he, he made the difference in the end. So. He was yeah, yeah, that's the thing. But that's the thing yeah. about great players are they have quality to just change a game in an instant. Like now, like no one really Absolutely. remembers about his bad, like some of his decisions which could be could have resulted in Spurs scoring three or four actually, honestly. Yeah. Because those were really really good chances. But. Oh, uh, Arjun, you remember this game against uh, the City game feels very similar to the way Bradford played, where City were just trying to. push balls into the box and city didn't even have a target man i mean they didn't even have a striker do you notice like benjamin mendy was yeah. putting balls into the box yeah and then freaking ferran torres is one of the shortest kids up top for them play against jefferson sanchez so i don't know it, it just yeah. I, i feel like uh pep kind of needs harry kane i guess he wants yeah. harry kane mm. that's uh, the reason why they want harry kane i guess yeah 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 but yeah, the, he's the missing linker Yeah, but actually, were you all surprised that Spurs won without Kane? Maybe Tarun, you can. What, what do you feel? I I actually think they are playing a good system here. I don't know. No, that's that's actually what I I sent in the group, and then Ramin disagreed. I thought. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I really thought that agree. Nuno did uh had a tactical masterclass because he used Lucas and Bergwijn perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like, the pace. The pace. It was just hitting uh who Mendy and Cancelo with the pace, and it was it was actually very nice to watch. Huh? Yeah. And yeah, and Son in the sort of like a false nine kind of role, I think it worked really well. I am not sure if Kane could have done the same thing. I'm sure he would have had a good match, like uh, if he played, but I'm not sure if he could have had that same impact, lah. Like, yeah, I mean Kane isn't particularly known for his pace as well, so I'm not sure if I mean he probably will provide the. The perfect link-up. Yeah, like I mean, I can still see him linking up with Mura, Son, uh, Bergwijn, or Son. Like three of yeah. the front three. I mean, yeah, he he can probably just give the counter-attacking the killer ball to actually start the counter-attack, lah. Which mm. Kane has done for England. In, we saw which we saw in the Euros as well. So, yeah, I mean, I I, I mean personally, I was, I, I mean, yeah, Pravin kept telling me we're going to lose, we're going to lose uh, off air, and yeah, I'm 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 just pleasantly <laughs> it surprised. Happened. It actually happened. Yeah. But actually, City started the game pretty well. If you guys uh, take a look at it, like first two yeah, minutes, yeah. they were they were all over Spurs, and I think that's what you yeah, expect from the champions. Chances. Yeah, there are plenty of chances, but they didn't take them. So that was where I think first ten minutes, Spurs had twenty one percent possession or something like that. If I'm not wrong, and, was uh, Jesus injured? I uh, I think he came on later, right? As a sub. If I'm not wrong. Yeah, he came on somewhere later. Yeah. This is kind of weird, lah. I mean, you have a proper striker with you, but imagine you know Guardiola being Guardiola just. <laughs> Does I don't know what happens to him before the game, like even a Champions League final to not have a CDM and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you think about it, right? He's a striker, but he's he's behind the guy who's not even a striker. Like he's a second choice exactly. to a non-striker. That's how that's how. I guess he's not a big fan of him. 
Yeah, I mean honestly, yeah, I rate Jesus a lot. You know, I feel Jesus is a class. He he's a, class he's a very he the ball. he's a hardworking player. Like I, I would, I yeah. would put him in terms of high work rate. Like well, the you know the Rooney type of players, like very selfless, will 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 go all out for the team, but not necessarily have the numbers which you'd expect mm-hmm. of a striker. But yeah, coming back to the think maybe yeah. maybe Everyone? playing uh, Ferran Torres in the false nine was maybe it was sort of like a statement by Pep to say that you know even if we don't get Kane. We still have uh, this new uh, different system that we can use, and I don't think it worked very well for him, though. Hmm. True. 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 Man, I just want your guys' opinion. Do you think it's kind of a bit too much? Like FFP is not too useful if City get Greenish plus Kane as well. I mean, they will be spending what two hundred and fifty million if they the get thing both is, of them. The thing is, we talked about this last. I think the Messi yeah. episode. So City oh. have this system where they have like the City group, uh, like like they have ten clubs right under their ownership, right. and because of that they're able to like somehow uh, find loophole. Which should affect the circle when the rules essentially. So like I think they paid mm. only forty million out of their pocket for Grealish, uh, although right, I paid right. for it's hundred million. But I mean end of the day, yeah, I think yeah. the I mean the laws and the rules will probably dictate whether um, City itself as a as a club, whether they spend hundred million, so in essence they didn't. They only spent forty million, so yeah, somehow yeah, they're able to beat the system, like, which is quite intelligent, if you ask me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, obviously, I mean, to a to a to a layman, it seems like it's on the yeah, yeah. And they're sort of uh, you can call them a fraud, uh, you know, in a way they're sort of like <laughs> yeah, but yeah, fair play to them, like Technically, I mean, they, it's not breaking any rules, like, Yeah, technically, yeah, I mean, you le- legally you can't say anything wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's Maybe. just on U- UEFA, like, on how they regulate this. Exactly. I mean, yeah. they probably will, but. I think clubs are going to find other ways to always circumvent this, the financial yeah. fair play. I mean, I never understand how the Neymar transfer went through to this date. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm so not quite sure how PSG have gotten Ramos, Messi, Donnarumma. Exactly. I have no Ronaldo idea how. Yeah, the amount of wages all of them are on us insane. Exactly, and how and FFP Ronaldo doesn't come. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Ronaldo wants to leave apparently. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, it's, I mean, it's a it's a pretty fair, intense transfer window to say the least. Yeah. Uh, PSG has, well, PSG has, yeah, transfer window is probably the best I've seen in like yeah. in my life. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I, I think, think automa- it is one of the best. No? Automatically getting Messi is, makes it the best, I guess. <laughs> but even that's with true, all the players added to, that's an automatic winner right there. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. fight to the rest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Before oh before we uh, before we sort of end the episode, I just want to talk about. Tanganga, what a match that guy oh, had! Yeah, Jeff, a wonderful Jeff match. Had, Jeff had Tanganga. Yeah, that was, that was very very impressive. He he was all over. He had Grealish and Sterling the same side, and he did. Yeah, he seemed he like had an them accomplished. In the yeah, yeah, both of them were in the pocket, lah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was quite surprised. He he made his debut under Mourinho, right? Uh, I remember yeah. him from the All Nothing. Yeah, yeah, exactly same. Tanganga. Yeah, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. He's, he's huge though. He's, he's he's built like a tank. Yeah, he's. Yes. And I was, and it's honestly a tactical masterclass by Nuno because you would expect him to play uh, Matt Doherty, who he knew from Wolves at the right back position, yeah. but he instead went for uh, Tanganga, which yeah, in the end proved to be a masterstroke. So fair play to Nuno. Uh, yeah. Anything else for the Spurs game, or anything else at all for the whole episode in general? <laughs> oh. I guess you want to just say some few words for United. 
or United. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a positive start. Love, but I mean, I, 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 the thing is, I'll go on for another 20 minutes if I start by United. So, yeah, let's oh, let's yes. leave it at that. Pogba was world-class. Bruno was world-class. Greenwood was world-class. What a performance. We're winning the league, boys. Let's go. Yeah, I'll end it there. <laughs> Inshallah, boys, played well. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say that for Arsenal, but fair play. We're not going to be saying that for a while. Maybe someday. <laughs> Someday, someday. You guys are still a top top half club, so be happy for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. true. Um, yeah, anyway, guys, if you've watched so far, thank you so much for your support. Uh, and uh, yeah, we will be covering more such recent results in the coming weeks, so stay tuned for such episodes. And uh, before we end, as usual, Tarun, take it away. What? You just put yeah. me on the spot again. Uh. And nothing new. Fine, like. fine. <laughs> fine. Um... Again, please do follow us on Instagram and also follow us on TikTok. We are on both these places at the next team SG. And also do follow us on uh, Spotify and subscribe to us on YouTube. We are on both these places as the next team podcast. And all our links will be in our bio. And of course, most important, do join our Fantasy Premier League, our FPL League, uh, and stand a chance to win an amazing mystery prize at the end of the season. It's not too late to catch up. It's never too late. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Absolutely. Tarun. Uh, yeah. So hope you guys enjoyed the enjoyed the episode, and uh, we'll see you again in the next uh, episode of the next team podcast. Bye bye. Ciao, guys. Bye, guys.